What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. Good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. Hello. Good day, Wheezy. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like we replaced the weasel with a a sick seal. No, the Wookiee. That's that's a Chewbacca. That's what that was. Oh, a Wookiee. Yeah, a Wookiee. I thought it was a sick... Marine mammal. Yeah, it, it sounds kind of like the retarded mating call of the <laughs> wounded wildebeest. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Get that wildebeest laid fast, please. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I saw it, too. I did. I saw it. I went with my cousin Brian uh, yesterday. Shout out to Brian. You know, for all you white people who are you know, standing in all these lines and waiting hours and all this. You know what you need to do? You go need to, to the hood. Go to the hood because because <laughs> black people really don't give a fuck. I mean, not not like that. We do, but not like how y'all do. Right? Because we got there. The, the movie started at I um, I think it was twelve twenty. I think it was twelve twenty. We got there at like twelve. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like twelve, you right. know, we got in line, got our tickets, you know, went to the concessions, got a great seat right in the middle, right, right center, like just you know, sweet spot. The the theater was had wasn't empty, but it wasn't crowded, and uh, it was great. It was a great, great, uh, you know, great experience. It wasn't as far as you know, not having to rush or anything like that, or deal with uh crowds and you know stuff like that so um you know so what, what yeah, you yeah i hear uh i hear black lives matter was protesting uh star wars why well they were complaining about excessive use of the force oh but i'm pumped you might need to rework that one for your stand-up <laughs> that, that worked that, that was that, that was it worked. 
That's what he does. That's what the show is for. He comes here and tests shit out to right. see if he can do it no, on I, 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 I use that. Uh, I use that Friday night. That worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's a tough room. Right. <laughs> tough crowd. We're more discriminating. Right. <laughs> Stand up audience. Well, no, not well, not probably every, more black. Well, not, well, not everybody likes everything. I mean, you know, some one thing will kill in one room and it won't kill in another room. I mean, that's just the way it goes. That is the way it goes. That's the way love goes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the way comedy goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it was nothing special. Um, it yeah. was, it was pretty much, uh, pretty much the first movie all over again. I mean, yeah, without giving away anything, what when people ask me, like, uncle, he asked me, what'd you think? No spoilers. I'm like, dude, I don't spoil shit. That's <laughs> not what I do. Um, it was fun and enjoyable for me to watch. You know, it was, uh, you know, all the effects and the, the updated technology and whatnot. And uh, it was fun and very nostalgic. And it was almost too nostalgic because it felt very deja vu. It was a lot of repetition going on. And if it wasn't, I think. It was a good movie, but it could have been a great movie had they not repeated themselves so much. But yeah, I, I was telling uh, my my cousin when we came out. I, I don't know if he's just a hardcore Trekkie. I mean, not Trekkie. I'm sorry, it's a hardcore Star Wars fan or what? <laughs> because when he asked me, I told him that same thing. I just said, I just said, you know, that was like, yeah, it was good, but it was it would have been better if they didn't, you know, do the same things all over again. And he seemed to be bothered by my answer. So. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I didn't think it was a good movie. Wow. So. It was, it was the dialogue was clunky. Um, the, uh, I mean, everything. It, it was basically the. It was basically the a repeat repeat of the first movie, uh, with slight variations, and uh, you know some updates from, you know, as far as technology goes. But um, yeah, you know, if it, if, you know, if if it was, you know, if I was. If I was 12 years old again, I probably would have enjoyed it. Mm. But it was, it was, I was like, yeah. Well, as far as the dialogue <laughs> and stuff, I mean, it was, that's, you know, like, it was it's Star Wars. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's I, why it, Star Wars sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, you know, I didn't go in expecting anything, you know, drastically different from what they'd been giving me the first six times. So, well, the thing is, know. the thing is every, uh, you know, JJ Abrams was, di- was directing it and they were making a big deal about JJ Abrams is, is, you know, gonna correct all the mistakes that George Lucas made. And, and, uh, the reality, the reality is he pretty much, uh, stayed to the same template as, uh, George Lucas. And, uh, you know, George Lucas just isn't that talented a storyteller. And uh, I guess I feel the same way about J.J. Abrams. So, yeah, so a lot's going on. Lots going on uh, in Red Rock. We um, Today we'll be having our, our last, our, um, our la- the last of our auditions for our fourth co-host. Um, and in, in addition to that, we're going to be adding a couple of, uh, a couple of field correspondents as well. Uh, so we'll be adding not one, not two, but three uh, more women to the show. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's that's exciting that after the break is when when we come back is when we'll make the announcements of, you know, who the fourth person will be on the show and who the two field reps will be or correspondents or whatever you want to call them. We're about to be like the Al Jazeera of the hood. Yeah, we're about to do some <laughs> shit up in here. <laughs> but um, I'm very excited about our guest today. We do have um, 
someone who was very credentialed and very qualified, probably more qualified than anybody sitting up here. <laughs> but uh, we have, um, actually, we have uh, Yakinda McGee in today with us. So we are going to bring her in with our guest intro. Welcome, Yakinda. I acted like I was coming down the Soul Train line. Just now. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's what's up. That's how you doing, up. Dino? Hey, how you doing? I am fantastic. I'm really good. Great, great. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank really you so much it. for having me, Dino. Hey, hey, hey. that's so what glad I do. to be a part of the Shiznit show just yes. this day, or perhaps in the future. But I'm glad to be here today. All right, so let's get us. Let's go ahead and get into it, and yeah. let's tell us a little bit about yourself. You know. Well, my name is Yakenda, mm-hmm. and you can call me Kenda for short, or Yakenda, or whatever you'd like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, I have been in L.A. for about three years. Um, actually, you know what? Almost four years. Three okay. and a half years uh, I've been here. I actually originally came from the Midwest, but I've lived all over the country. I originally started working in uh, TV news as a reporter, so it took me around the country. And so I've lived in Kansas, North Carolina, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. And so I worked in radio and television in Washington, D.C. and a job as a uh, correspondent for an international TV network brought me here. So got to do fun things like cover the Grammys and the Oscars and the Golden Globes and then got to do kind of, you know, that old grunt work that you do when you're building a new network and Mm -hmm. trying to build uh, a team and all of those things. But, you know, that's why I'm here. I'm still here. Um, My contract ended and right now I'm just doing different things, exploring different things from acting to voiceover work to, you know, hosting to mm-hmm. more radio work, which is kind of my beginnings. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked at, by the way, WHUR 96.3 FM in Washington, D.C. Shout out to Howard University Woo-hoo. Radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm here, learned about you guys, and I uh, wanted to just come and see what the Shiznit show was all about. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. All right. <laughs> Our own little Oprah. Yes. In <laughs> <laughs> the Midwest. My girl. <laughs> yes. Cool. 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 Well, we are glad to have Thank you. you. So, Thank you. I'm glad uh, to be here. Buckle up, because you're in for a bumpy ride. So I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Charlie Bell, what is up with you? What's What's been up, and what What are your uh, holiday plans? What? Tell us. Well. Charlie Bell needs some sunshine, so she's headed to Jamaica. Yes. Hey. Wow. But um, prior to heading off to the tropical sunshine, I um, I was for oh (laughs) I was fortunate yesterday to go to a screening of Chirac um, with the um, cinematographer. Matthew Mm -hmm. Lee Batik, who's Mm -hmm. done several films with Spike. He's a great uh, filmmaker Mm -hmm. in his own right. He, um, you know, was um, nominated for Iron Man, you know, the Oscar for Iron Man. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's a great filmmaker. Mm -hmm. So that said. So um, what'd you think of it? So, Maine. We gotta, we, I I feel like we should do like a session on this show. It's, Mm -hmm. um, so visually, it was great, and in large part to. Uh, I mean, you know, let's give Spike some so now, credit. So now, now you, uh, you I, I, I saw it too. <laughs> right, right, right. I have a feeling that you don't have a, uh, that big a problem with my comment a few weeks ago about Spike Lee being overrated. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, w- without arguing whether he is or isn't overrated, this movie. Okay, let, let me say what I like about it first. Let me say the okay. good things. Okay. It was visually a great film. I think that um, Spike Lee always does a good job of working with collaborators who know how to visually represent his story and make it compelling visually. So I think he did that. And I even think that... Weasel is nodding in agreement. <laughs> and I even think that his his mashup, like a very unorthodox mashup that he did, this movie is basically a cross between a Greek... A classical Greek comedy mm-hmm. in verse mm-hmm. wow. and um, a musical mixed with melodrama and um, dolomite. A pretty musical? Much. Yes. <laughs> Are it's you serious? Is it, it is. dolomite? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sam, wow. Samuel Jackson wow. is basically wow. dolomite. dolomite. Oh, okay. And Sam Jackson does a lot of heavy lifting in this film. I have to say his role, he carried it a lot. He carried it a lot. Uh-huh. He's a great chorus, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And... Um, is there a signifying monkey? He's the signifying yeah, he monkey. Is. Yeah. Okay. He's the signifying okay. monkey. Okay. So. Mm, interesting. So is, there is a lot of interesting. But bottom line is the, 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 the so-called message, the politics are extremely problematic, extremely, extremely, <laughs> extremely <laughs> problematic. I don't know what the fuck Spike was thinking. Yeah. I don't think he knows what he's thinking. Wow, like his, 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 it's very retro. It's very... Like it's like his it's like his political consciousness stopped in 1985, you know. Like he hasn't really progressed. Like he's he doesn't seem mm. like he's been part of the cultural conversation since he made "Do the Right Thing." It's really retro. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we could go. Like I said, we could have a discussion more about like the the gender politics, the violence politics, the racial politics. Mm-hmm. It's all off. It's wow. really really off. Okay, Weasel, so, what do you think about it? Uh, terrible, stary, uh, terrible storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which incre- is, yeah, what we inc- talked about. Incredibly heavy-handed mm. uh, over the top. Very ham-fisted. Mm. Um, not, not a subtlety to be found. Uh, <laughs> there was, in you know, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but there was, there was a point early in the movie... Where I'm going, is this going to be the end of school days with uh, with uh, Lawrence Fishburne running down the street yelling, wake up! Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And it is. It yeah. actually was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And, uh, you know, it, some of it was just dumb. Um, a lot of it A lot of it was dumb. Yeah. Um, you know, it just because I... I, I I like. I was into it for the first ten minutes. I know, like, <laughs> really. I was like, no, you did. It had a great opening yeah, sequence. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I was like, man, this is this is interesting. This is, I, I you know, because you know that was like one of the plays I had to. Alyssa Strada was one of the plays I had to read when I was a, a theater major, and uh, and then. After uh, uh, any relation to Eric Estrada? Uh, yeah, I believe uh, <laughs> I believe that was uh, Eric Estrada's uh, uh, um, uh, mother. Oh, okay, Lissa. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Lissa's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, and in fact, he was the first product after they started having sex again. That was uh, <laughs> Eric came around, <laughs> so was, to speak. He was a, he should have waited. <laughs> yeah, well, he was a chip off the old block. Uh-huh. <laughs> You mean a scab? <laughs> Get it? They broke the sex strike. Scab. <laughs> hey, I can do corny jokes too. That's right. Yeah, but um, yeah, basically it was ham-fisted and over the top, and uh, it was. I was curious as to how much spikes. Uh, 
influence how much spike influenced the the original screenwriter if he like if the I, I would I would like to see the original screenplay um this because uh, I'm just curious as to it felt like Spike Lee was like okay this is too subtle I'm gonna <laughs> right <laughs> I'm gonna bring in every single person on the food chain and just right and storyline politics message aesthetics filmmaking all of that aside how the fuck is nick cannon supposed to be the hardest that thuggiest gangster out there i was not no no that was the major miscasting the 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 um the female lead tiana paris i thought she was great i thought she did a really good performance i think she has a great career Mm -hmm. she was the only character that had any depth depth to Mm -hmm. if you could even call it that or development um i mean she worked with the material she was given but nick nick Canon? Mm. No. Thug right. life? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Weez, what's what's up with you? What, what kind of Christmas plans you got going on? What you been up to? Uh, yeah, nothing much, man. Besides seeing every movie that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was so disappointed with Chirac. I didn't even want to talk about it, man. <laughs> but uh, hardline critic. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I. It, it just. It was. Oof. Um, but anyway. Um, that's pretty much what I expected. Yeah, you know, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it, it was it was worse than I expected. It's like right? I am not paying for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know it was better in some ways and worse in some ways. So I was I had it's a mixed film. Worst of films. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was a Charles Dickinson yeah. production. It was <laughs> for me. It was just the worst of films. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, man. I, you know, um, I. Um, uh, nothing much is happening. I, I just uh, <laughs> I went on an audition the other day. Excuse me, I went on an audition the other day, man. And I, I showed up just in time because I was get as I was getting there. Everyone they were picking up their stuff and leaving. Wow! Uh, turned out that the there was there was a windstorm or something knocked out the power in that general area, and uh, I ended up. Uh, it, you know, had I gotten there later, I would. I just would have shown up to an empty room, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, damn, and like, wow, wow. Sure can clear <laughs> <room>. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I didn't know they they hated me that much. All you had to do was tell me I'd get a call back. <laughs> I, I had to take off work. Man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but you know, it was cool. It was a. It was. Uh, it was for progressive and. Uh, it was a fun audition, and you know, I, I didn't get the part, but uh, you know, that was pretty much my week. You know, I uh, showed up for the audition, and they were leaving, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, my!" Because I was like, I was like two or three minutes late, and I was like freaked out. Oh, wow. I'm like, "Oh shit!" You know, th- please, just please stay. And you know, they, they said, "No, we have to go to another building because the power's out." And, mm. But that was it, man. And you know, I went to a couple of Christmas parties. Uh, and uh, my dish, uh, the dish I made went over really well. I made kind of like a Frito pie. And mm. it was like, you, you could tell I'm an actor because I, I, I really needed that validation. People were like, oh, my God, this is so good. I was like, really? You think so? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just kind of threw it together. But but I'm my like- motivation was to make sure that the, the balance of the salt and the chips and the beans was, it was just, <laughs> just, just right. Did you see it from the left side? Side. That's the best side. Get the close up on the left side. Oh God, it's so good that they just left the part that was burnt. Oh, that's great. That's great. I was worried about that part. So I was like, 
I was like, I was leaving. I was like, man, I, I said, God, I, I, I'm, I'm pathetic. He doesn't man. let people actually see the dish. He brings Photoshop <laughs> pictures of the dish. And like, this is how it looked. This is how it looked beforehand. Yeah. Like, I, I put like a scratch and sniff thing on there so people can get a good yes. whiff of it. He just put Snapchat up. <laughs> His pie. It's, it's my tamale pie. Or my Frito pie, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But it was cool. I like, like Frito pie. Yeah. Why are you bring it back to my chat? I never had Frito pie. Yeah. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically. I've never even heard of it. It's basically chili Fritos. Yeah. Oh, okay. And layers. Like I've had chili Fritos. Yeah. I never heard of chili. Yeah. Frito pie or whatever. Yeah. Frito yeah. pie. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Mine is just a more it just chips, chili, cheese, and repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's like hood lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What, about, what, what about you, Kenda? What 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 kind of plans you have for the uh, holiday? Well, the same. You know, uh, the Christmas parties have started, and I went to mm-hmm. a really interesting Christi- Christmas party last night. Uh-oh. A vegan, all oh. vegan oh. Christmas. Oh hell party. no! <laughs> oh hell no! That's what no. I said. That is what oh, I said. Hell no! <laughs> so they can even have eggnog. They just had nog. Not oh, there. that's so wrong. See, <laughs> I really think so, it should be outlawed not to have eggnog at a party first of all. Okay. Party. Uh, honey, you know, but I was I was really skeptical. I really was, but let me tell you, that food was off the chain. Was it? I was in there talking. Oh, I left with no. <laughs> What did they serve? Okay, they had I know you guys are gonna laugh, they had vegan chili. <laughs> I have a feeling this is gonna go down like this the whole time. <laughs> Yep. They had vegan chili. They had a vegan bean salad. But it was like, <laughs> <laughs> now, I couldn't really get with the well, vegan bean, mac and cheese. I couldn't be, get with that. Bean salad usually is but vegan, the beans, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was so. slammed. I don't but, you care. Know, they, uh-huh. they, <laughs> <laughs> if we got the word vegan in it. He said negative. <laughs> He's like, I want some ham hawk in my salad. He's a veganist. The best. <laughs> One guy made some sloppy dessert that had like marshmallows, chocolate, caramel, coconut. Um, Teffa, that's what injera is made out of, but it was a gluten-free Teffa that they made. That was the dough that kept the cookie together. Mm. It was slamming, though. Just because you mentioned this shit I ain't never heard of as food? (laughs) (laughs) It might taste the bomb, but I'm sorry. It got it. Okay. (laughs) The real food and the real eating happens Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I do have a big brunch I'm going to. We'll be making uh, my Banana Foster's waffles and... um, Big giant omelets, juicy omelets. So. Yeah, yeah, honey, and I gets down with that. You yeah. would yes. definitely get with it. Now you, now you talking. Now we talking. Animal byproduct. That's some real fucking food right there. I don't know what that shit was you was talking about. That wasn't even English. Right. But you know what's so funny that you mentioned the actors because mm-hmm. it was a it was a party full of actors. It would have to be. That's why I was surprised they ate my dish when I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Because we know that the there's really a divide between what people really want and what they really, you know, say. Mm-hmm. You know, they want what's, you know, <laughs> politically correct and popular and all that kind of shit. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. So what's going on with you, Dino? Well, let's see. Um, not a whole lot. I'm on vacation enjoying that. Spending time with the girls and all. And um, the, uh, the girls actually, they... They won a turkey yesterday. What? So now I'm going to be cooking a turkey. 
All right. <laughs> Where did they nice. want a turkey? How did they, they, want a turkey? they want a turkey at a raffle. They went to something, oh. some, some, <laughs> some Christmas thing over in Malibu where they mm-hmm. could see, like, where, you know, Donnie could see reindeer and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff and take pictures with Santa and all this stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had a raffle and she won a doll. Like she needs another doll. She needs another doll. Like she needs a hole in her head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Name this one Prince. <laughs> but yeah, she she got a doll and a, a turkey, a big fourteen pound turkey. So it's upstairs defrosted wow. now. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So um, Christmas dinner at Dino's. Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, yeah, you know what though? I couple things. Okay. <laughs> we, we 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 went to the we had the we go to the like I said we do things as a family so we had. A, we all schedule our our dental appointments at the same time, so we all went went to the dentist the other day, and I've been noticing this for a while. Not just with my dentist, but all of my, I guess you call them the the specialist doctors. Like mm-hmm. when I go, like if you go, whenever I go to a hospital, or whatever, the staff they look normal, but whenever I go to like my my eye doctor, or or my dentist, then. They look like out of work porn stars. <laughs> what? What do you mean? They're like like all hot. Everybody's hot. Like all the women are just really hot. Like I mean eights and eights and up. And I've been going to this guy for like fifteen years. And there's a, every couple years there's there's turnovers from a receptionist all the way to his his dental assistants or whatever. But they're all they're they're all Persian and they're all he's Persian. They're all mm-hmm. Persian and they're all hot. <laughs> and then it's the same thing with my eye doctor, except mm-hmm. they're not Persian. They're all Asian. They're all Asian mm-hmm. and they're all hot. Eights and better. <laughs> like, what, what's going on? Like, are they discriminating against ugly people in medical school and stuff? I mean, that's, what's, what's real? It felt like that episode of Seinfeld where they were in the, uh, in the diner and all the women were big breasted and everything. And oh, they were yeah. like, oh, this looks like a Russ Meyer film. What's going on around here? And it turns out that they were all related to the owner. They were all his daughters. Oh, wow. That's why they all looked alike. Yeah. With the, with the, but they thought that was, he was discriminating hiring only big breasted women. And he Lane made a big deal about it. And, right, yeah. exactly. And so I'm like... What's what's really going on? I'm, well, they, well, they're actually filming a porn uh, scene at uh, at your doctor and your dentist. So I think that's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. No, but do you guys? Is that is that everybody or am I just lucky? I mean, is that when you guys go to your you know doctor's offices and stuff? Is, I think you're you just lucky. I'm just lucky. I would yeah, say. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I I mean, I still I'm still stuck on out-of-work porn stars, because mm-hmm. I don't generally think of porn stars as attractive. Mm-hmm. I typically right. think of them as... You're watching the wrong porn. Truth. Apparently. You're watching the wrong porn. <laughs> that's that's like, kind of the whole maybe point. Maybe she's looking at something different than you're looking at. <laughs> right. right. You, that is that, the whole point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Shoot. Or maybe maybe they're porn stars after they've gotten their degree. and uh, <laughs> They worked their way through. They, they worked their way through medical school or... Hump their way through medical school. Uh, it's it. like they're not working in porn, and so now they're doing this thing. So that, that was that's my point. Like, yeah. not- I, I remember once I, I went to court, and uh, uh, I, I saw a couple of lawyers, and they looked like something out of L.A. law. Hmm. 
And I was like, oh man, I, I think I owe LA law, uh, or I owe, I owe the TV, I owe TV lawyers, TV professionals, uh, uh, uh an apology. Mm-hmm. Because like the whole time you watch it, you're like, nobody looks that good when in court. No, mm-hmm. nobody is. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, the prosecuting attorney. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I, I had, a, I've had similar experiences at, at certain places where yeah. it's like the person is, is TV hot and it's like, wow, you actually went to school and you didn't, trade your looks for something cushy right well i think that um you know average folks us average folk (laughs) want to comfort ourselves by saying oh yeah you know by saying that good looking people Mm. the trade-off is they're dumb right right dumb (laughs) but in 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 reality um data research shows the the exact opposite because um, being attractive is highly correlated with being more successful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but that's often though not because you are more intelligent, but because you get more opportunities. Right. Exactly, right. job. It's a form of, of privilege. Absolutely, a- like, attractiveness yeah. is a form of privilege that goes mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. with income and other, a lot of other correlations. So, oh, yeah. so, so yeah. So I'm not that surprised. I mean, I personally don't have a a crew of porn stars <laughs> cleaning my teeth but i did have a, i do have yeah, some yeah. very good looking um okay out of work models is that better yeah that's okay, better that i like that but but, my, okay, but okay. i think porn but you stars were thinking, are hotter than models <laughs> well that's just because you're imagining what you're gonna do with them no no i don't models they're thin they're not curvy they're not they're they don't tend. Well, I'm thinking when I say model, I think runway model, not yeah. booty right. model. Right. right. So not okay, cute. Maxim models. Right. The, the out of work Maxim mm. models. Okay. People <laughs> who make their living based on their looks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, because actually they're not. They're really not Maxim. They're not. They're not. They're not Maxim. Yeah. No. They're just better looking than you they're expect just, a doctor to be. <laughs> they're just. They're just. They're just better. Yeah. That 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 small sample is higher than the the po- the general population. I mean, yeah. like I said, they're like eights and above. They're mm-hmm. like. You know, and just one, and they're all Asian at the, the eye doctor, and then they're all Persian <laughs> at the at the dentist. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's the person doing the hiring. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, yeah, sure. that's the most likely. Because remember, remember that soul food restaurant mm-hmm. we used to go to uh, uh, over where we where we used to live, and like every every mm-hmm. waitress was hot, and it was like, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we saw the dude, and he was like, that's who we hired. That's uh, yeah. right, right. <laughs> well, you know, over at the CIA where we worked, you know, uh, I don't know if you've noticed certain. <laughs> Administrations tend to hire good-looking people. What? Say uh, that again? <laughs> certain departments do? Certain uh, leaders, like uh, political offices, tend to hire exclusively good-looking people. Oh, okay. Okay. I, 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 I'm reading between the lines now. I kind of get it. <laughs> I, I had noticed that. Um, you had or had not? Had not. Mm. I had not. Mm. But uh, he was too busy at the dentist in the... <laughs> 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 you mean he was too busy in the dentist re- bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> he was getting some of that private practice. <laughs> but Charlie, but you're familiar with? Are you familiar with Tinder? Yes, yes, sir. You are okay. How does it work? Okay, let me let me tell you what happened, and then maybe mm-hmm. you can explain to me like what happened. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so yesterday I'm in here, you know, doing some stuff for the show, and I get a call from a friend. And he's he's a friend that well I don't know that that, that doesn't even matter it was just it was uh, a little bit surprised that I got a call from because not somebody I speak to regularly mm-hmm. so anyway um, he uh, tells me that he's on Tinder and he met this girl who is a friend of yours is a friend of mine mm-hmm. right 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 yeah. so I was wondering how does that work 
because he like mm-hmm. he asked me about her and I, I mm-hmm. told him like I said it caught me off guard um, I didn't say anything bad about her I didn't have anything bad to say mm-hmm. but after I said it I kind of had second thoughts like should I be creepy? saying that is right. this cool right. should I now call her and tell her right. like how did he know like, that how did I, I just get caught up in there yeah. <laughs> right. right so yeah what's so it, I guess I'm assuming somehow it links to your social media if yeah, you yeah. wanted so, to yeah so Tinder like I think most dating apps these days and actually a lot of social media apps period mm-hmm. they like you said they link to your Facebook mm-hmm. um, Facebook is kind of like the new email address right, right. where it's kind of like the basis of your social media platform so um, with Tinder per se once you click on somebody you can see who you have in common on Facebook yeah. um, and then there's other uh, dating sites like Hinge and Bumble where you can only link up with somebody if you have some connection well, a LinkedIn type right exactly situation. it's like a LinkedIn dating <laughs> mm-hmm. Slash Snapchat because the matches disappear. So let me ask you this: Can can he see who she knows before even before he speaks to her? Because what I'm wondering now is like, okay, had he had made initial contact with her, or did he make the initial contact with me because he saw me? You know what I'm saying? And asked me about her. Right. So now I'm like, I I don't know which one, but yes, they can both see the connections prior to. In fact, that's that. I think the idea is that. That might tilt your right. It's right, like a yeah. reference of some sort, exactly. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, she knows my my boy so. Dino. Right, she right. must be okay. Yeah, or she she knows Dino's all my friends with her. Right, yeah. or she knows <laughs> all my actor <laughs> friends, or she's part of you know politics, mm-hmm. or she's a lawyer with she's got ten lawyer friends. So you know, it's kind of she's yeah, friends right. with a whole bunch of porn stars. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> she works in Dino's uh, doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, references. Okay, all right. Well, with that. Uh, Let's go ahead and get into these topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So, follow up to the uh, San Bernardino shooting a couple of weeks ago, they have arrested another suspect. So, uh, it seems that they are they're thinking that it's uh, kind of a conspiracy or a small sale, or whatever. But that's kind of debatable. One. This guy's name is Enrique Marquez. So um, some people think that he's a patsy, and he's the, or at least at least my wife thinks so. My wife thinks he's. he's a, I don't <laughs> some know. Some people, aka my wife, uh, right, right, right. She <laughs> she thinks he's some innocent patsy dude, or whatever. That like you know they're just building him up to take the fall because somebody's got to pay. And uh, I guess the, the death of the other two uh, wasn't payment enough, right? So, but anyway. Um, uh, yeah, and Enrique was uh, friends with Farouk for years. They go back, um, and the guns that were used in the shooting were uh, bought by Enrique, and they were in his name. So um, he 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 called nine one one, you know, after it after it happened, and told them like. Oh, that's my neighbor, and he, you know, he used my guns and this and that, and whatever. And he sounded kind of distraught about it. And so they arrested him, and they've been questioning him. And it's kind of there's, you know, on one side, it's like oh, okay, he conspired with them um, for a shooting that didn't take place, right? Back in early two thousand, um, for uh, it was supposed to take place in Riverside College, twenty twelve, twenty twelve, okay. <laughs> 2012. I'm sorry. They met in early 2000, mm-hmm. and that's where he. And then he converted to uh, Islam a few years later, and uh, then he was sh- shortly after that they said that 
uh, Farouk introduced him to radical Islam. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't really know for sure if Enrique was receptive to that or not. We just know that he was introduced to it and read Al-Qaeda literature and stuff like that. So anyway, um, <clears throat> there... He uh, there are people saying that, OK, he wasn't really a part of the plot, but then it does seem like he has a lot of details about the plot to mm-hmm. have not been involved. Uh, <coughs> he actually uh, described uh, some uh, actually drew some plans mm-hmm. and uh, admitted that the intent of the attack was to harm as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So it's still not very clear right now exactly how involved he was and how involved he wasn't at, at worst, at, at, at best. Okay. Put like that, at least at, at least he was a, a sympathizer if nothing else and, and, and guilty of not uh, guilty of omission. Like he never turned them in. He never called the police. He never notified the authorities in, he had pretty good, I think, pretty good reason to to do that, um, and he did not. So that, to me, right there is pretty suspicious. Um, it doesn't look like he had any active part in anything. Um, they have no link to him with this current uh, shooting in San Bernardino at all. All that all their links to him is uh, for the the twenty twenty ten uh well, the shooting link, that didn't take place. Well what he's arrested and charged with is providing material support to a terrorist uh, right, group. Right. So the link to the conspiracy the cur- right the link to the current shootings is the guns. The he purchased the guns that were used in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean and so his argument is that this was a, a, a planned attack from twenty twelve uh, we backed out of it because there was another attack from another group that had nothing to do with them that was thwarted. Right. And we got then scared. we kind of got scared and stopped. And then we grew apart. Right. And I didn't really have anything to do with him after that. I pussied out. Yeah. 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 And he kept going. The, right. Exactly. Yeah, and even his excuse for like the, the guns, like he said that he gave Farouk the guns because there's children at the house that he lives at. But. You know, there's children at every house with guns. As a matter of fact, that's the reason why a lot of people well, buy guns. I think the concern well, the is how he, why he bought the guns. And well, he, he, so. yeah, they said he, he bought. He said that he bought the guns because Farouk was concerned that they wouldn't sell a Middle Eastern looking man. Well, I'm saying well, that's, that's what I'm saying. So there's many guns. He, he said too, that right, already. He said that, but then he also said that mm-hmm. he just said, "Hold these guns. These are my guns. Hold mm-hmm. them for me because mm-hmm. I don't want the kids to get at them." Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's there's some inconsistencies in his story, mm-hmm. you know, um, along with, you know, the, the facts. So it's not looking good for this guy. Uh, well, I don't know if he's a patsy per se, <laughs> but I definitely knew as soon as I heard that that Latino Enrique Marquez, I knew he was going to get arrested. I knew he wasn't going to leave him out there. So he kind of shot himself in the foot, did he? Yeah, not? I mean, he so told to the whole story. He thought you make the mistake of thinking if I tell everything, they will work with me. They'll give me, right. but there's nothing to stop them now from. There's no one to for him to testify right. against. Well, they thought were, he was snitching right. on them, well, but they, they're dead. Well, they, so. were, they were constantly telling the. Uh, they were constantly bringing up to him, that "You need a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to right. talk." They, yeah. they 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 constantly advised him of his rights, yeah. and he waved. He, he waved. waved them. He waved, did, yeah. and I think he thought he was going to get a reduced sentence or mm-hmm. some. And yeah. it looks like they're going to throw the book at him. Yeah. So, well, I think that um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't have a super super um, strong opinion about this situation or who he is or what his role was. But I will say I have some trepidations about the overall story. Like there's certain things that I see in the media that always give me pause. Like when you see repeated 
um, officials speaking off the record, leaking mm-hmm. little bits mm-hmm. of the investigation mm-hmm. prior to any conclusions or analysis being done, it makes me suspect. Mm-hmm. So that's been happening all along. There's all these different, like the the reason that we know so much, what we do know about Enrique in large part came from off the record sources. So I knew, so, so yeah, that makes me suspect. I do feel there's like a, they're trying to tell a narrative. They're trying to put a narrative out about the story that I'm not sure rings true. I'll say my personal opinion, my just my 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 gut feeling, you know, it's not evidence based, is that th- these people have more. I know that because it happened so close to Paris, and because you know the the cultural conversation around the Syrian refugees and terrorism, blah blah blah. But I don't feel that this is of a piece with that. I feel that this is more akin to like a Dylan Roof who goes online and reads Nazi literature, and you're just he's fucking fucked up in the head, well, that, and that, then he acts on it. You know, well, that's pretty much what they they say that this <laughs> this is not. They were they were sympathizers, but they weren't. Right. They weren't. Uh, no, I, I think there's, yeah. there's right. starting to be some questions about that right oh, now. Really? I, but I the, think the more they sorry. look, the more connections that they're starting to see that mm-hmm. she number one was. They were yeah. both radicalized. Right. They didn't both radicalize radicals. each other. They were radicalized before they mm-hmm. met separately. And right. that they're starting to look and see what her connections mm-hmm. are to whom they are. So there's still right. some questions about that, and that goes back to what you're right. saying and about and the little leaks coming out. Right. You but, know? but I think. But again, that may or may not be true. We don't know yet because the investigation has included. But the fact I don't like that. The, to me, it sounds like the the um, officials are trying to create this narrative that makes it more of a piece with the the Paris, you know, and the the global jihad that's happening. And I think these were just kind of fucked up people mm-hmm. with mental illness, like we have a lot of that get a hold of guns. And not to say that their political, you know, beliefs don't play into it. They it did just the way that Dylan Roof's white supremacy or you know the Nazi attacks or the people who are bombing hmm. mosques. I mean, what's the difference? To me, it's the same well, fucking well, thing. Well, it's still it's part of a religious movement, though. Uh, it's part of a movement within Islam. Uh, the uh, you know the uh, the uh, bringing on the caliphate, and you know there are people. Radically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but um, that's but, even. I'm sorry. But, go ahead. but uh, you know that you know, and she was, you know, they she was over in 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 uh, in, in Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan, and he was, you know, here, and he went there. there. You know, they they, you know, they they you know, basically they found what they had in common, right? Uh, which was, you know, to <laughs> destroy Western civilization. Kill all, <laughs> kill, kill all the infidels. Kill all the infidels. But buy my records first. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Buy my bullets and first. And I guess that is a good question. Are all the people who do this, are the people who uh, do these terrorist attacks, are, are they all mentally ill? Well, I, I mean, think there's a I lot of... To some extent, you have to be to go kill people, but I mean, you know, in in, in the raw sense of the term, are they mentally ill or is this it's, really how, well, something well, they believe? How do, how do you view people who, uh, like, religious zealots... Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, uh, who, uh, who's the, Eric the, Robert Rudolph, and uh, that was the one the abortion clinic bomber mm-hmm, hid mm-hmm. in the mountains for a long time. Okay, and I, I was uh, thinking about the the, the guy, the the guy. His name was Doe, and he had a he had a bunch of people following him, and uh, they they were going to go up in a spaceship. Oh yeah, the yeah. um the um uh, Hellbop comet. Yeah, the Hell right, yeah, the right? Hell, mm-hmm, the comet. Mm-hmm, I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many there's so many nutty religious movements. Yeah, yeah for it's sure. It's like to what extent are they insane? Right. And to what extent do they? I mean, where where Where's the where's the line between the belief system and, and illness? And, yeah, and, and you know, yeah. That, so I mean, it sounds a funny question, but mm-hmm. it's not. I think it's a very serious question. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely like research and people mm-hmm. who make arguments that there's definitely a, like a high level of correlation with mm-hmm. certain kind of mm, d- well, traits that that 
that are associated with mental illness that are also associated with the highly religious or people who are obsessive, right? Mm. There's And then you could be obsessed about anything, obsessive-compulsive, mm. right? So mm. there's so many different elements to it. I mean, my personal opinion is that barring self-defense, you're pretty much – anyone who's capable of killing has – there's something that's – broken right. within That's, their yeah. kind of human system mm-hmm. where you know do we define it as illness i don't know i mean i think the the, argument. yeah i don't know i i blame tinder <laughs> <laughs> and other terrorist news <laughs> uh the the southland getting some terrorist action or at least the terrorist uh, fear so, yeah or um pseudo terrorist action mm-hmm. Uh, LAUSD was shut down for a day. Yay! Um, <laughs> the second uh, the kids were cheering. Not a snow day. We had a terrorist day. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Second largest school. I'm district. sure the kids were still saying <laughs> yay in the country. <laughs> yeah, over a thousand schools. Uh, the administrators at uh, uh, LA Unified received a, a, a threat, mm-hmm. and uh, they took seriously. They they called it a credible threat, and they immediately shut down schools for the day. Um, come to find out that they also um, got this, uh, similar threats in New York and other places around the country. Mm-hmm. But um, LAUSD was the only one to shut down and now are kind of like the laughingstock of the school districts around the around the country. Yeah. But I say to those school districts, fuck you, we don't care because, um, you know, it's our children. That's right. And uh, That's right. Right. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with them. They thought it was, uh, you know, a credible source for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's not like they do it every day. Right. Um, and we know, um, I don't those of us who have kids in LA Unified, we know they don't like the kids to miss school. So, right. uh, you know, because they, 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 uh, they lose money when the kids aren't in school. Yeah, for sure. So I, LA Unified is not about lo- losing money. Yeah, for I really think the New York police commissioner was a little bit out of line. Yeah, out of line. Yeah, that it was way LA out of pocket. The USD was, uh, didn't make sense for them. We didn't shut down schools. Well, that, then good for you. Right. But well, also, you you're know, not freaking 10 or 50 miles from San from Bernardino. San Bernardino. Where right. Just, happened. You know, exactly. People just... We're literally going to funerals on the same day mm-hmm. right. the school was shut down. Exactly. So exactly. shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. And the letter was this long – I found the letter on Breitbart.com, but it was this long babbling letter from someone who claimed to be a devout Muslim. He said he's fed up with being the rejection, the loneliness, the bullying, and he and his 32 comrades were going to die tomorrow in the name of Allah. And every school in the L.A. Unified District was being targeted. Bombs mm-hmm. were placed already inside lockers and other strategic places. So this was the nature of the letter they got. Mm-hmm. And when you rather err on the side of caution sure. of questioning why you shut the schools the next day as opposed to why you did not. Hello, yeah. that part right there. True, because um, yeah, we shut the schools down. It was a hoax, and guess what? Life goes on. That's right. There's, there's nothing. Right. There, there's no. There's no lose in that scenario. No. Right. But had had agree. had it been the other way around, uh, yeah, it quite possibly could have been a, a very bad situation had they been wrong. Catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. Wow, yeah, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to have to make that decision. No. But, I mean, I think it does also speak to um, kind of how – and going back to the previous story, that's why these narratives are so important because I think that, you know, they're they're translating into fear. And some fear, justifiably so, I'm not saying that it's – baseless but i think we we as a culture we need to be very um thoughtful about how we respond to fear how we react to to real 
fears and separate them from imagined fears because I think we're getting caught up in a lot of hysteria right now. <laughs> yeah, my, think? yeah mm-hmm. my, 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 my mother called me up. She said, you, you know, they closed down LAUSD. And I was like, Mom, it's like, I, I, got, no, I got nothing to do with LAUSD. <laughs> I graduated last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, last <Yeah>. decade. <laughs> and she said, if I had a grandchildren, if I had a grandchild, it would matter. Well. Can't help you there, Mom. Grandchildren's Mom, lives matter. Mom, moms and wives. Yeah. Everyone's personal trolls. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So, um, and in related news, a seventh grader was banned from wearing his Star Wars T-shirt at school, and they cited um, um, terrorist um, situations and and uh, things like San Bernardino as an excuse as to mm-hmm. why. Uh, this happened in Texas, though. Um, mm-hmm. But they they use this as an excuse to you know as to uh, why that they are, have the the zero tolerance. You know, my favorite policy, the zero tolerance policy. So yeah, he was he went to school with the uh, uh, Star Wars Awakens T shirt. It has a stormtrooper with a a, a laser pistol, a, a fictional character with a fictional weapon uh, <laughs> on his T shirt, and he was made to cover up. And then when his father looked into it. Um, he was told that he his son actually got off easy because he could have been expelled. Hmm. So basically, go home and shut the fuck up. Uh, Wait, hold on. <laughs> so it had a lightsaber on it? That's no, no, it? no. A, a, a blaster? A blaster. A blaster. Yeah. So this is... Wait. You said this is in Texas? In Texas. This Can't you literally what? bring a real gun to school in Texas? Like, aren't you allowed to just bring guns in your lunch pail to, in, to school? Only, only on special occasions. <laughs> That's how they roll in Texas. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's Now, there are... Parameters: the the weapon has to be able to fit inside your lunch pail. Yeah, right, right. If it's bigger right. than a lunch pail, well, what's the weapon in the T-shirt? Can no. he pull the the uh. right? The, what do you call it again? A blaster. The blaster yeah. out. I mean, just, <laughs> well, that's just like Damon. Damon, we talked about uh, Weasel talked about stories where you know, I, and I heard, I heard them too, mm-hmm. where kids you know no, going pow pow, right. you know, with their fingers. You know, and get suspended, and, and get yeah. suspended. So it's, it's just complete it's, overreaction. I just, I just want to know was was the principal was he a Trekkie? Is is that? What <laughs> uh, he's been a hater. <laughs> he a hater. <laughs> but uh, and, and related Star Wars news uh, up in uh, uh, Bakersfield, <laughs> there's a man. There's a man who uh, went to go see. The uh, the new Star Wars movie and thought it would be a good idea as he went out and he passed all the hundreds of people who've been you know uh, in line for hours uh, to see the movie. He thought it'd be cute to yell out the ending, <laughs> so he spoils the spoiler. movie. Spoiler he spoiled the, spoiled the movie for them and laughed. And then they proceeded to whoop his ass. He got the beats down. When right. I say people were kicking him in the stomach, they had him on the ground, punching him, kicking him, they stomping him. They beat him like he him. was Rodney King. It was, it was Chewbacca. <laughs> it, was, it was Boba Fett. And it was a stormtrooper <laughs> that literally whooped Classic. his ass for, like, they said, like, at least five, five minutes. minutes. Mm. They put him in the hospital. And uh, and the, and they were allowed to go and watch them. the the, the Bakersfield <laughs> police said, and didn't press charges. Said the Bakersfield police said we consider this. Um, uh, what did they say? They said, we consider this um, 
fighting re- words? Re- no, reasonable assault. <laughs> justifiable, justifiable, justifiable assault. I, they just making Woo! shit up in Bakersfield, apparently. Hashtag white people. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. That's some shit. Come on now. Where's 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 the? Now you know if that would have happened at the Magic Johnson's theater, it, it would have been, been shut down. Thugs, <laughs> thugs are taking over and bring the police and shut down. I mean, come you on, you would have seen people laid out on the street. Now niggas is rioting over Star Wars. Right, exactly, niggas. It would have been a riot. Niggas and dogs are rioting. Yeah, Yeah. where's the riot? Yeah. Yeah. Where's so, the tear gas? Uh, so they said it, they beat him so bad that it got to the point some people in line were like, "All right, y'all, come on now." I mean, he's had enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, they. He went to the hospital in uh, some pretty serious condition. That's so. wild as fuck. That's crazy. Yeah, it That's is crazy. But damn, like, why do you think that was a good idea? I mean, that was, <laughs> like, well, he, that was well, he was a trekkie too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so uh, people. Well, now he's a crip. Don't uh, <laughs> don't uh, literally. <laughs> You know, don't uh, don't push these nerds too hard. You know, you guys think you can well, just you, say whatever to nerds. Don't fuck well, with nerds and they. Uh, the nerds. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> nerds. back back when the first prequel came out, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla went to uh, basically harass the people standing in line. And they were trying to cut in line, and uh, you know they were trying to make a they were trying to make a bit, uh-huh. and the nerds weren't having it. Wow! <laughs> it, it, it ended with Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel was like screaming at the nerds, "You're just a bunch of fucking losers!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like so it, you know Jimmy's like he's normally really cool in those situations, but he just lost it. Really? Yeah, For he just, real yeah, lost yeah, it. just yeah, just wow. yeah, started screaming at the nerds in line. Oh, that's classic. I yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> And uh, then the nerds came out and said, well, maybe you should have made fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't, uh, all you people who like spoiling shit, let mm. that be a lesson to you. Mm. <laughs> wow. You gave away the end of Empire. Mm. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Emily Gibson says, pubic hair exists for a reason. <laughs> And she's tired. She's really fed up with all this this war that people are waging on their pubic hairs. She doesn't like it. She says it's not good for you. She said the doctors discovered a while ago that before surgery, that if they shaved an area, oh, uh, like the, when they would how they would prep for surgery in the old days, they would mm-hmm. they would shave the area. They said they found out that that increased the risk of infection mm-hmm. uh, rather than decreased. Well, so it was a, so they said that's part of that's so that's uh basically you could extrapolate that to you shaving your your genital area um especially you know constantly uh, down to to you know shaving away it all mm-hmm. and uh don't do it because bacteria loves it and uh, it's uh looking looking for that uh that so, home so do women in brazil have a higher rate of infection than uh you have to ask dr might. emily gibson yeah. cause she didn't uh, <laughs> she didn't answer that charlie bell you're not having it Mm. Come on, dude. I, well, what? No, Charlie. Okay, so if you hear her argument, no, I read it. I, re- right, I read the article because okay? she's saying there's more likelihood of sexually transmitted diseases too because you get those microscopic little tears when you right. shave and those little, yeah. and that is the, where the fluids can be exchanged. You I see? mean, of course, there's a risk in anything, but I mean, you have to be careful. I just think that um, it, it's just so. Look, probably what she's seeing is the result of people who are doing it poorly or have general poor hygiene. And they probably had poor hygiene whether they were hair removing or not. You know what I'm saying? So personally, I haven't had an issue with it. I don't shave. I I, I 
wax. I, I wax. I enjoy. She mentioned wax. waxing too. It's the same she thing. She did. No, I know. I read. Like I said, wax I read on, the article. Wax off. But I mean, I haven't had any problems with it. And to me, it just feels better. It's like I. It, she totally like ignored the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Which I mean. I'm because not going to make the reason why the, 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 I believe that she it, her, holds the position that the benefits are mostly aesthetic other than aesthetics, you know, that's right. I think for men, that's what their, their argument is aesthetic. But for, for, for yeah. me, yeah. for, and for other women that I know, it feels better. It's more enjoyable. They're aesthetic for, for themselves or for women? For women. For, okay. I think that men, like a lot of men like the way it looks. Yeah. But I'm saying that there's also Weasel people. does. Weasel likes it ball. No. No. <laughs> I just don't like getting hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, nah, get a oh. hair ball, come on. <laughs> <laughs> there's I mean, that. I mean, she didn't she didn't compare it to the choking risk. Right. <laughs> call me cat. But man. you know, there's another doctor that's saying the exact same thing you're saying, Charlie Bell. She's uh-huh. like, ah she was like, listen, there's you know, this is actually good for women it makes women feel better about themselves there's a lot of women who are uh having more pleasure in sex and are enjoying it more so yeah. to you because they shave another doctor yeah yeah. Because it's bald. Yeah. Because it's bald, they get more sex. No, no it feels better. More pleasure. More pleasurable. Uh, yeah. So then, I guess it could lead to uh, you know uh, more <laughs> occurrences. Seriously, though, I, I I'm kind of curious. You know, if, if hair down there increases the rate of infection, what about you know? You know well, we yeah. shave. We shave our faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, people shave under their arms. Is there an increased? Uh, risk of infection uh, from you know well, just you shaving shaving those, bodily hair. Those hair bumps. So there's some men that are just very well, yeah. sensitive well, to yeah, it, right? I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like that. I have, I have to use the yeah. uh, the uh, cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, magic, magic, yeah, magic cream. Yeah, yeah magic cream. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just curious if that mm-hmm. if that's something you know if if a research indicates anything you know people shave their legs people shave their arm i mean right. we, we i mean we have if, if hair at our at our pubic areas is there for a reason i'm sure hair on our bodies is here for a reason so yeah boom boom Look, do what you want with your pubes, with your armpit hair. <laughs> Just don't tell if you, me. If you want it, leave it. If you don't want it, get rid of it. Do mm. you. Right. Live and let live. I just, you know. Just, just leave that landing strip. <laughs> 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 um, you nasty. Oh. <laughs> I never said I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> Speaking and, of nasty, and, and other and other swaggy people. Oh so my. yeah, so this chick goes to Walmart, right? Wow. And um, she. So that already is telling you. That's like that's like the equivalent of saying. And so in Florida, like whenever you hear Walmart or Florida in a story, already. <laughs> and and the name of this person, I need some help with this name. What what is that name right there? Chatoni. Shat. Wow. Chatoni. Chatoni. I don't know. I bet you it's Chatoni. I would say Chatoni. My. Chatoni. Wow. It looks like it would be like in a Usher song. S H. S H. A T U A E E. Come on, baby. Let's get freaky. Seven o'clock on the dot. But uh, so, so, so Miss Green goes to Walmart and uh, she's perusing the aisles and she sees a can of cookie dough. 
Well, um, and she takes the cookie dough, oh. and then she goes to the uh, another aisle and has her children uh, gather around <gasps> about her, and uh, and then they're watching this whole thing on uh, CCTV, and uh, so then she makes the can uh, go disappear uh, as she lifts up her skirt. So as uh, she uh, is walking around, continuing to shop. She's approached by a security guard who asks her to uh, give give over. Why? I no no no. Take it. Take it. Yours now. Please. Yours now. (laughs) Enjoy the cookies. (laughs) She got cookies in her cookie. (laughs) Ew. She's. I think you call those nookie cookies. Ultimate yeast infection. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it's actually a yeast. (laughs) Yeast ejection. Yeah, a yeast ejection is what it became. So, uh, as he uh, asks for her to hand over the cookies, she decides to try and run. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he grabs her by the arm. And uh, she begins to resist and put up a fight. They fall to the floor, which causes the cookies to explode inside of her vajayjay. And cookie dough, or or should I say nookie dough, starts to... (laughs) She Start, said, no, don't starts say that. to ooze no. out her coochie. Out her coochie and drip Ooh. all down her leg. And he describes it as hot and runny. How he knows it's hot and runny, I guess, because he had to sample it or something. God. This is all, this story's all Because, you know, cookie dough is, you know, raw cookie dough is, the, is that's the treat. <laughs> oh. Not never again. Raw, raw nookie dough. I'll never, never again. The same. Not she, cookie dough ice cream. Not cookie dough yogurt. Not cookie dough, nothing. Is she nothing. dating the Cookie Monster? Okay. So there was a, a loud pop, and it caused her a lot of pain. And, I guess so. Uh, so was she trying to steal the cookies, or was she trying to get sexual gratification? No, she was probably both. <laughs> she was trying to steal them because they found other things in there too. Right, a six-year-old candle, mm-hmm. or not six-year-old, but a, a candle six for six. Candle. Right, right. Sprinkles and some to go on sprinkles top of the to go on the cake on the cookies. Right, yeah. So apparently, it was one of the kids' birthday, birthdays, and, and she, yeah, and awesome. she, hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the new Easy Bake Oven. (laughs) Wait, but can you see this? You remember getting those little canisters of like dough and biscuits, right? And that pop sound it would make when you twist it. And he had to tackle her. So just imagine Mm -hmm. that. Pops out. Right. That's a whole, whole new meaning to pop that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the two live crew never thought of this. <laughs> oh my gosh! But on a but on a for serious for real note, they need mental health intake at Walmart. Wow. Have you guys seen the Walmart pictures on the internet? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, I'm not joking. They need mental health. Wow. Like workers at Walmart. Yeah, for nice. real. Wow. It's that much that happens. The struggle, the Walmart struggle is so real. It's not enough mental health officials out there. Yeah, man. Damn, I mean, that's like, you know, it's like parole officers. Wow. They're just not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they could train some of those senior citizen greeters 
into some <laughs> take some mental health training. Right. Well, needless to say, Dino, she had to go to the hospital and then to jail. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah she did. But the Wookiees got to go see motherfucking Star Wars right, how about after whooping right. ass. What part of the game is that? Different sets of rules. Frosted mm-hmm. Lucky Charms, the magically delicious. delicious. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, ladies, um, I know it's kind of, uh, I guess, I, I guess, apparently, it's tempting to think of your Swaggy P as a pocket, but you probably no. shouldn't. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shouldn't. Actually, <laughs> she thought of her VJJ as a as a as a bakery, a grocery bag, <laughs> an oven. Uh, we we've had we had stories where you know chicks were sticking Rolexes up in there wow. and all kind of stuff. So yeah, don't 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 think of it as a, as a pocket. Don't don't think of it that uh, of way. Of course, prisoners, uh, male prisoners, uh, think of their uh, well, think of their hole down there as, hmm. a, as a pocket. Toothpaste. Right. Shout out to uh, Danielle Daniela. <laughs> Thanks to her. Every time I brush my teeth, I think of her now. <laughs> um, Man, that went over my head. I missed this joke. I must have not <laughs> we been were, here for it. Yeah, no. She kept talking about toothpaste in prison. Dropping the toothpaste. Oh, oh, oh right, 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 wow. right, right. That was that was, was last week? A few, couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks ago. All right, so um, in other news, Finland to give every adult 10K a year. What's mm-hmm. the catch? Well, there's no catch really, um, except that that would include they, there would be no other government assistance available at all. In that other was, words, it'd be like you get this eight hundred and some dollars a month. Leave us the fuck alone. No like, social you're on services. Your own. No nothing. No, right? pretty much because uh, right now they're saying that their social security is so expensive that they actually have crunched the numbers and think that even though this is going to cost them like forty, fifty billion a year. They think that this is saving them a lot of money because wow. there's, there's, I guess they just have like the bomb social services because they were saying that the unemployment is, uh, it's like nine point something percent, nine and a half percent, yeah, nine and a half percent, which is at all time high. And part of the reason is people are uh, disincentivized <laughs> to not work. It's like their their benefits, their unemployment benefits are better than uh, minimum wage. So all these people who would get minimum wage are like, fuck it, I'm going to stay at home and collect this check because <laughs> I ain't stupid. <laughs> so it would apply to uh, all adults in Finland uh, regardless to um, income or whatever. And they're saying that the, most of the rich people would end up giving it back in taxes anyway. But um, they are looking at uh, rolling out uh, some pilot programs as soon as, uh, like, uh, towards the end, the beginning of next year. And they might be doing that. So, what, dual citizenship, anyone? (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. So I guess some of the argument there is that, well, some people who are against it, the opponents, feel that this will further incentivize people not to work or do anything. Getting $10,000 a year. Well, if they can live off of $10,000 a year, it'd be like, more power to them. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous me, argument. Right? Yeah. But, and I think it really is going to depend it's not on work. how much it costs, you know, right. because they're saying that, um, well, this is going to surely raise taxes because the amount that this costs is just $2 billion 
short of how much they bring in a year in that country. Mm-hmm. However, the question is, how much are they paying for those wonderful social services already? Do they cost right. 60, well, 70, 80 billion? Well, they, they say, do, they say they'll, they'll, save, they'll save money. Yeah. They have, so they have yeah. to cost more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's assuming they're going to get rid of the social services. That's not going to happen. But there's got to be some that you have to well, keep. Even if exactly. you got rid of, uh, let's saying. say, welfare, food stamps, right. and things like that, you, you'd have to have like a healthcare social exactly. net there. Well, you'd they have did, to have Medicare or something. They did right. mention kind of a hybrid where they get like $500 a month and right. they, there's a few social services available like housing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's so, more likely what's going to happen anyway. So, uh, Interesting. We'll see. Um, we will see. But if you're not in mm-hmm. Finland and you're not getting... Uh, <laughs> You know, $10,000 a year as a gift. Well, Pornhub wants you to give your family porn this holiday. Give the gift of porn. Wow. There was a great commercial with this that I yeah. couldn't play because it was all visual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no words at all, but it was very funny. But um, <laughs> give the gift yeah. of porn, the, yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. It is funny because you don't know that that's what they're doing. It looks like this kind of Opie and Andy, Walton's family commercial. Everybody's oh. opening gifts and all this. And then this grandpa's kind of sitting on the couch looking depressed. And uh, the grandson looks over like, and I grabs got you. a card. Like, here you go, grandpa. And I grandpa got you, opens grandpa. it. Pornhub gift card. <laughs> right? I, you know, if, if if Grandpa can enjoy porn at his age, then God bless him. Right? <laughs> He's already got the gift. Well, what you need to do is just get Grandpa Wi-Fi because... It's free, it's free now. Like I don't understand no, why. No, but Pornhub says it's gonna you know stream faster. It's better quality HD. All of this good stuff. No, no commercial interruptions or advertisement. So this is supposed to be that's money that could have went to Viagra, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, maybe this, maybe someone else got him some Viagra. <laughs> I was gonna say well, for, it was a, a gift, a gift right? pack. <laughs> well, for Viagra, you need another person. Porn, you don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift you enjoy all by yourself. <laughs> uh, speaking of generous gifts, Hillcorp, uh, a Houston-based company, gives uh, they gave their employees 100k. What? Yes, Christmas bonus. One hundred k for work at these places. It is a privately held um, gas company. Gas company, uh, probably the uh, one of the largest. They say they have like thirteen hundred employees. Thirteen hundred employees, uh, over thirteen hundred employees, and they all got one hundred k, regardless and respective of position or, what or you salary. Make. Wow! Yep. And uh, this same company uh, a few years ago. They gave their uh, when they reached uh, uh, this. This was as a bonus because they reached the goal um, a few years back when they reached the goal. They gave them the option of getting a fifty thousand dollar car or thirty five thousand dollars cash. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, if it was any car that comes to fifty thousand dollars, or they all had to get this same car, the same model that was like, you know, some kind of sort of like sponsor deal. Yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> like like, you know, how I wonder how that worked exactly. Like, you know, or is it like you go pull in and you just see, you know, nine hundred <laughs> Uh, be like a, Lexuses. <laughs> they have like a giant ribbon on it, like in the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in any case, uh 
very generous there. Well, um, cue the stampede on applications <laughs> and go for it. I know, right? right? Recruitment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's the best yeah, marketing tool you could have right there. Yeah. Let me tell she you. I ain't quitting my job. I ain't never going to retire. <laughs> I know. Legit. Even, I, can, I can afford to retire, but I ain't. <laughs> right? Like, babe, if I die, post me up on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, was that, what was that movie? Uh, uh, Weekend oh, yeah, at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, right? <laughs> Whole family working up the hill. Got remote control on the arms. People will be trying to uh, wield their jobs to family members. Exactly. When, when I die, my wife will take my position. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that thing in like New York. Grandchild. That they have the apartment. Yeah. You yeah. know, like rent you want to keep that yeah. rent control right. Just give it to the family member. Now. Yeah. Right. There'll never be any vacancies in that in that Not job. In no like, like <laughs> man, even the janitorial yeah. services people are still there. No, no help wanted signs. <laughs> no. What's a help wanted sign? Talk about whistle while you work. We, yeah. There's no help that is wanted here. We have all the help we need. Thank you very much. Good day, sir. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman to star as Thurgood Marshall. Uh, you know what it, I. I'm I'm not a big fan of Chadwick. I'm really? a little tired of him. Who hmm. is he? What is he? He, he was uh, he's Jackie, Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson and James Brown. James Brown. Yeah, I, and then I'm he's going to be some um, superhero right now. He's he? about to come out. Yeah, uh, he's about Captain to be a America su- or something or no, Black Panther. No, 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 not Captain what America. He's going to be as like Captain America sidekick. Yeah, dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not that's the Falcon. Be yeah, I think he's supposed to be the Falcon. I think. No, that, that's a different actor. No, okay. Well, anyway, he's in the Captain America uh-huh. movie yeah. in in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm a little tired of him. I'm mm-hmm. a little tired of him. Not that impressed with him. He's nothing against him. I'm just. I don't like him being if he if they got to have a it dude. I don't want him to be it. I don't. I'm not. Well, I think Chad, enamored with him like I that. I think Chadwick Boseman has a contract where he has to play every every influential black person. Every person. Next, he's going to be Obama. Then he's going to be. Oh, it's Disney's no. Marvel's Captain America: Civil War. He'll oh. star as the highly respected. Well, no, yeah, that's that's. I don't. They don't say who he's playing. And oh, okay. that's what he's going to. But be. that's and and then not to mention as the chairman. Of light skin matters, I have a problem with him uh, playing good Thurgood Marshall. He is not light enough to play him, and we have a problem with that. You know what? That's oh, but disrespectful. That's oh, right. But you were mad at Zoe Saldana playing uh, Nina Simone. Right. That's, that's not my jurisdiction. <laughs> that is for the darkies. That is not my jurisdiction. The darkies worry about representation. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's that why y'all can't pass that brown paper bag test. That's right. That's a different department altogether. I have nothing to do with that. Department. Not my job. Not my job. Not, not my job, man. No. So you're the. So not only are you just like totally. You're a mean one. Colorist, Mr. but you're also like Mr. Grinch. You're a colorist bureaucrat. Mm. You're a colorism bureaucrat. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> you hate the darker kind. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um that's that's uh, that's actually uh started shooting I think uh last week and the schedule was they're gonna take a break for the holidays and because um the director, Reginald Hudlin, um, he has production duties uh, involved with the the, Oscars, the right? 88th and, uh, uh, Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. And after that is over, then they're going to resume uh, shooting. Now, see, to Marshall. Me, yeah. To me, I think news would be 
Chadwick Boseman to star as a fictional character. Because huh. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> everything he plays, plays is like, nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that, what do you think of him, Captain think? America? I, I I loved him. Um, and James Brown. I loved him as James yeah, Brown. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought. Uh, yeah, it, but I haven't seen Jackie Robinson. Spe- uh, Jackie Robinson was a mediocre movie. Okay. Uh, I I loved it for the subject matter, and I I was mm-hmm. I was uh, I was uh, uh, what do you call it when you were. Uh, you have you, you have you have a warm feeling. Yeah, sentimental. Yeah, Sent- yeah, yeah I, I was sentimental about it, too. but you know, yeah. objectively, it was it was a mediocre movie. Okay, I was going to say you had an STD, but too rough for yeah. cube removal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's from all them Brazilian women. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter? Are you burning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me lick that for you. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know, yeah, I I I prefer somebody else get that position, but you know, hey. But uh, in other biopic news, um, Wheezy, I heard your demands about uh, the Richard Pryor uh, biopic updates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, since me, since I'm journalism, <laughs> I, I got on that shit. Thank you, journalism, and I, I'm back. Thanks, I'm, I'm back with an answer for you. <laughs> So uh, they, it doesn't appear that they've started shooting, but mm-hmm. they have uh, been casting, and there's mm-hmm. a couple of uh, pretty big names attached to it. They okay. have three names that are attached. Mm-hmm. One is uh, Oprah. She is going oh. to be playing uh, the grandmother who uh, raised uh, Richard. young Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. And then there is Kate Hudson, mm-hmm. who will be playing uh, one, one of, of his wives. six wives. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And there is Eddie Murphy. Who's coming back and mm-hmm. repro- uh, you know uh, having uh, another serious role? Haven't mm-hmm. had one since Dreamgirls, mm-hmm. and uh, he will be playing uh, young Richard Pryor's daddy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so I'm not mad at that casting at all. So yeah. who who's and the Red director? Fox, right? Who's playing Red? Fox? I don't know who the I don't know who the director is. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah I don't know I don't even know if they have one yet. Uh, they seem to be going uh, taking uh, their their sweet time with uh, this project because. They named Mike Epps as Richard Pryor like mm-hmm. a year ago, mm-hmm. right? And they're just now getting, you know, <laughs> the rest of the cast. Well, isn't there some so problems crazy. with the Pryor estate? Um, I don't know. Yeah. They, they didn't mention uh, that probably in, in the article mm-hmm. that I read. All those wives, because I because I, I, I think they didn't want. I think they're the reason Marlon Wayans didn't get the the part. The part I no, think he shouldn't. Have. Okay. Well, really? Why do you I don't. I don't think you. Did, did you, you see that? You didn't no, see. She didn't see it. The, uh, she didn't see it. Oh, I saw it posted, it, but yeah. I didn't watch it. Was it off the chain? But, yeah, it was oh, off the chain. It was great. I take it back. I need to play it. it. Yeah, say it that. Was, see that, and then yeah. and then it was very moving. Just, and you think he'd do better than Mike Epps? I don't know. We don't. We didn't see Mike Epps' audition tape. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, you're right, Weasel. It was his his wife. I assume the one that. Uh, the Kate Hudson one. is playing, yeah. Yeah. right? Uh, who said that? Um, her explanation was that although uh, Marlon did a, a fantastic job, he was missing this this broken quality mm. that Richard Pryor has that mm-hmm. Mike Epps does convey. Yeah, and I thought he's, you know, so well. That's the thing when you're like watching auditions, yeah, and you have to find why is this person better than that, that person, right? Because right. like a lot of times they're like, I, it comes down to a very fine point. Yeah, it really yeah. And, does. That, and, and, and I've seen it. I, I've seen like I'm, I'm watching like, like well in theater, you know, you'll mm-hmm, see like mm-hmm. one person play a role, right? And you're like, oh wow, she's great, and then. You see, oh, like say the standing. You see the right. standing, and then you come in later and you see the the headline, and you're like, "Whoa!" Whoa. Right. That's why she's the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. like a lot of time. So that might be it. He, you know, Mike Epps might have that quality that separates mm-hmm. him. 
Perhaps. Uh, from, from Marlon. Because, you know, Marlon had a, you know, basically he grew up in a good family, you know. Yeah. And, and Pryor didn't. And, uh, Not at all. Pryor was a broken person. Yeah. Right. If he JoJo Dancer that. was one of the, I mean, that I love JoJo was, Dancer. Oh, I love that movie. I did. I thought I was the only one. Yes. <laughs> JoJo Dancer, yeah, your life is calling. calling. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was like the first time we actually saw His what happened. Story, yeah. Yeah. Well, well you know, uh, the there was like uh, when he killed it. When he yeah, tried with to the kill burning himself, himself yeah. right? Yeah. You really understood, yeah. like, yeah, because it was in the news before. You didn't really get what happened yeah, with yeah. that. Like, why the heck would you start yourself on fire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he it's like he thought he was freebasing and mm-hmm. caught on fire, but mm-hmm. in reality, he was trying to kill himself. Yep. And then once he burned up, he was like, "Oh, this was oh, a bad okay. idea." And then starts running. <laughs> yeah. Let me run, burning up. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So, in other news, so my wife, she loved this story because, like I said, she's my own personal troll. <laughs> <laughs> and she used it to troll me, like she often does. Uh, so, FBI may stand for Facebook investigators. Wow. Um, yeah, this is nothing that we didn't already know. You know, or they assume. do it. They do it on yeah, right or assume right mm-hmm. exactly. They, you know, they you, you see it on every other TV show now that you know. Um, basically, you know, social media is here. It's here to stay, and they you know um, it's a part of our lives. So when law enforcement is investigating, they look. They use you know they would be remiss not to. You know, look at social media because it get, you can find real clues about people from there. And so they've taken it a step further, though. They're actively on Facebook uh, with fake profiles trolling, looking for crime. Right. You know, looking for criminals and, and crime and, and people who are telling on themselves pretty much. Yeah. So that uh, that person who friended you that you don't know just might be, you know, an <laughs> FBI agent. Might not be a person. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the FBI. Right. Haven't we done stories about people who got caught because of social media? Well, because they're telling on themselves, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know if we've actually done them, but I know, we've re- I know I've read tons of them. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I can't remember if we have or not. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And my wife, she... <laughs> she <laughs> She, because she's and it's so it's it's only because she doesn't like Facebook. Since she doesn't like Facebook and the whole world is on it, mm-hmm. she has to use every chance she, you know, every every, every anything ch- negative right. about uh, social media right. to justify why she doesn't participate. Mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's pretty. That's exactly it, Charlie Bell. So it's like, oh, this comes on. Oh, see, I told you guys, you know, on there, and then I'm like, honey. I'm not a criminal. Right. Right. So what do I care? Right. You know, I don't, you know, and then she's, she's watching, like we're watching a TV show and yeah. they, they're on Facebook and they catch somebody through Facebook. See, I keep telling you, I keep, I'm like, uh, yeah, honey, I'm a podcaster. Right. Not a criminal. Right. right. <laughs> but also, and, me. And, and if I were a criminal, you think I'm that fucking dumb right. to put my crimes right. on Facebook? Right. right. But meanwhile, your wife does use the internet and does use telephones. So oh, if she yeah. thinks that they're not also monitoring those forms mm-hmm. of communication, I mean, they're, it's, it's just technology. technology. Yeah, like I said, though, it's just her excuse to, you know, because she's not into it. Therefore, yeah. you know, and it's, it's something that takes attention away from her. Right. So therefore, you know, Facebook's the devil because uh, right. you know, like even if even if I was addicted to it, which I'm not because the, you know, the definition of addiction is it means it's something that it interferes with your life and right. this and that. It clearly does not do that. I go to work, you know, 9 hours a day right. and 
you know, I'm not on Facebook the majority of that time. Right. <laughs> and, you know, uh, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't harm anything. It, it, it does not interfere with my life whatsoever. But because it, you know, it takes time from her and it's something that she's not into. Therefore, she has a problem with it. So when this story comes on or a story like, oh, people are on Facebook because they're sad or because they're addicted. And so I have to deal with all the questions. Are you sad? Are you addicted? Could you stop uh, Facebooking for 90 days? You know. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I could if, I, mean, I, if I wanted to, but I don't want to. I, could I think you should try it. I, want. Right. I this, think you should try it and see what happens. At this point, it yeah. would be like having somebody to stop emailing for 90 days yeah. or yeah. You right. know, using so a computer. It's just a part of our lives. It's mm-hmm. just another form of communication, you know. Right. I mean, and then, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> so Charlie Bell, you have cable. Are you ready for Jon Snow? Hell G O T Game of Thrones. Oh. They just released a sneak peek and uh I happen to have it. Let's take a look. Yes. We watch. We listen. And we remember. The past is already written. The ink is dry. They have no idea what's going to happen. April. 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 That show is so dope. Even that little... 45 second trailer was dope. <laughs> Would you stand in line to watch uh, Game of Thrones? For three days? Yeah, for three days. <laughs> and three nights. I wouldn't stand in line for three days for sex. <laughs> right, right, <absolutely. laughs> Very little I would stand in line for three days for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's got to be money with a whole lot of zeros involved. I was going to say, fucking up some commas. Fucking up some commas. It's like they're hiring at that company in Houston. Right, 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 right. right. And even then I would need like a, a pretty good indication I was getting hired. Oh, what, so uh, we know about Weasel. What about you, Kenda? Are you into Game of Thrones? No, and you know what, what's crazy is that um, I love period pieces and shows like that. I obsess over them. And I have not... Okay, I know. Wait, 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 wait. You haven't let me get to it. So I'm going to do a binge of Game of Thrones because all of my no. friends are... Yes, mm-hmm. why can't I binge? Why can't I binge? I'll binge with you. Why can't mm-hmm. I binge? I'll binge with what you. What is the problem? It's a good... It's That's the thing to do no, these not. days. No. That's yes, what they're doing is. on Netflix and stuff. No. They're releasing no. whole seasons of yep. shows. You binge. You know who's doing he, that, He though? doesn't like bandwagoners. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, What's that's a bandwagoner? Not, no, that's not it. That's not that's it. Not it. Yeah. What's a bandwagoner? That, that I'm jumping on the Game of Thrones? No, no that's, because that's my kind of that's show. That's not so, it. That's not it. What? That I'm late? No, that's not it either. Okay. Some shows are not made for binge watching. And I think any good show is made for binge watching. No. No, Game of Thrones is not. I guarantee you. I I watch each uh, each episode mm-hmm. no less than two or three times. Mm-hmm. But you have a show about it, right? Okay, but still, <laughs> okay. you're like a you didn't you're let like me a truckie I, I, Game of Thrones. You didn't let me finish. What do they Go call ahead. that? A throny? I, I watch it no less than two or three times. 
each time I still Still see something something that I miss. Mm -hmm. There are so many layers. This show is dense. It is dense. There's nothing like it on television. There's never been anything like it on television. You can't compare it to regular shows. You can't compare it to fucking Walking Dead. I mean, yeah, Walking Dead is mindless zombie. You can binge watch that shit. This is not that. You cannot binge watch this. You can but you are doing think yourself you can, well, and, and the Game of Thrones a serious injustice. Allow me to submit this. And not only that, you won't know what the fuck is going on. I guarantee See, you. And I, you wait, will wait, think. Wait, you might think you know what's going so on. about this? You what might think you know what's here? going on, See, look. but you won't know. <laughs> You will not have okay. a clue. So so I, I, I see your challenge and I raise you one. See, because I would submit that if these are your kind see, these are the only kinds of shows I watch. So if you go back from and I know you say Games of Thrones, but any kind of show that's a period of peace, like Rain is one of my shows right now, and I know y'all may not know what that is, but it's a period show. It comes I know on what CW. Is. Right. So if you if that's all you do is watch those kinds of shows, you have an understanding of that kind of language of that no, kind of period. No. And I think that that's it no. will. I think right. a lot of those shows and those kind of stories are are layered. So if I, really I may, interject, I just said you can't compare this to any you know, other show. If I may interject, <laughs> as a fan of, I, I, so for one, I'm gonna. For have, one is not even a period piece. Okay. I mean, like that. This well, this is a fantasy world. This is not sure. our right. past. Right. It's nobody's no, past. It's nobody's you know, past. But it's based on the Middle are, Ages. Yeah, exactly. Middle Ages. Like, is what I mean. is no, it's not Middle Ages because this is not it never existed. Right. Exactly. Of, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's like saying that the Lord of the Rings is based on the Middle Ages. I mean, kind right. of. It mm-hmm. has some of that iconography, yeah. but it's, but it's yeah. fake. Right. But okay, so but I I I see both of your points, but I'm gonna ha- look. There's a practicality, and then there's an ideal. Okay. Ideally, Dino is right. Ideally, you would watch it, you know, multi times. <laughs> but realistically, like that was a question. But realistically, <laughs> but realistically, it's an enjoyable show, mm-hmm. just even on a plot line level. And then you go back and appreciate it more Later. subsequent times. That's I right. would I would say that the only thing that it's actually comparable to in terms of things that I've seen on TV is The Wire. Mm-hmm. In its density and its layeredness and the fact that it's very it's like it overlays like super complex characters Mm -hmm. with with, with super complex storylines and super complex politics and power dynamics Mm -hmm. so in that sense I think it's The Wire is the closest thing that you could compare it to and you know you definitely benefit from watching The Wire multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I think ideally he's right, but I I have to catch up on the last season that I missed. So let's binge watch it together. I like that. Good idea. And then, so and we'll come back. And I'm, I'm taking the, his challenge. From the beginning? I'm starting from the no, beginning, and then I'm when saying, I get to that season, I'm going to binge watch right. it with her. Then we uh, pass it up. Come back and I'm be like, let me tell you, Dino, you right. wrong. Right. Exactly. No. Hmm. He's really emotional about this. I know. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm missing something in the background. I know. I'm like, yeah, but you fucking here. your sister, dude. right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's like a plot line plot, in the story. Actually, I've heard that. Okay. Too. Okay. Uh, no. Mm. He said, uh, no. So, <sighs> no, it's just I just hear people all the time just and 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 they, and they think they know what's going on and they don't because they they they. And they don't even hear how they sound. They just, oh, you know, and, I, and, and they just like, and if you must binge watch it, like I, like I said, I don't recommend that you do it. But if you do, at least follow like certain rules. Like don't do more than three episodes in a row. You know what I mean? Um, right. Watch it, watch it more than once. You know, uh, 
and I would say at least those two things. Watch it at least more than once and don't do more than three episodes in a row. So is this plot line but, anywhere as near complicated or convoluted as The Leftovers? Anybody? 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 Haven't started The Leftovers oh, yet. Oh, my. Haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen it. So. Yeah, so when you do, let me know what's going on on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay. So, um we haven't had this segment in a while, so I, I miss it. We are going to get into oh. some uh, back in the day. <laughs> the shiznit, the shiznit, the shiznit. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. All right. So, tis the season. So, since this is the season, of course, we had to come with some season-appropriate songs. All right? So, this is our favorite songs for the holiday. Our favorite Christmas songs. Right? Sure. All right. Nobody submitted a Kwanzaa song? <laughs> or no? <laughs> no. They did not. No Hanukkah songs. No Dreidel, Dreidel. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. I mean, you had a clay. None of that. Uh, just straight up Christmas. So we're, if you're not, if you're uh, Christmas intolerant, then I guess you can fast forward through this part of the show. <laughs> Except for my song. <laughs> uh, okay. So with that, we'll go ahead and start with Charlie Bell. Charlie Bell, tell us about your song. Don't start with my song. Yeah, we're starting with your song. Oh, boo. My song is what? Is Slick Nick by the Fishbone. <laughs> Fishbone played a very important role in my youth, my misguided youth. And if you, for those of you who don't know, Fishbone, they were a black punk, ska, rock, mm-hmm. funk mixture that was very influential over the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. that whole movement. Mm-hmm. They're dope. They're out of L.A. And this is a very underrated song. It's kind of like the OG Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. And, um... He's really nice. He's breaking down. I went to school with Norwood Fisher. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he went to Hamilton. Yep. My cousin was in Fishbone. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Cool. Yep. Which one was your cousin? Put my dog out okay. in the cold. <laughs> Ripped off the candy from my socks. Yeah, I, I've never heard this before. Ever. Smoking clothes mm-hmm. and I like that about Charlie Bow, though. <laughs> of course, you would pick just the like most like. Who would know this one is a Christmas song? I like it though. So, the reason I relate to it is because I never did enjoy the holidays, mm-hmm. and even as a child, I never believed in Santa Claus because we live in an apartment like in mm-hmm. the hood. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really can't see any white guy. For one, we didn't even have a chimney, <laughs> so the whole shit didn't make sense to me as a child. <laughs> So this was kind of like a send-up of, like, why do we kind of hype up, like, we sell dreams at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. And this is poking a hole in it, and mm-hmm. so I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. So it's an anti-Christmas. Yeah, shitting yeah. all over Christmas. <laughs> exactly. My favorite Christmas song, Shits All Over Christmas. <laughs> well. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm not crazy about it. It's kind of, it's all slow and... Well, not in the Anti-Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
It's a Christmas blues is really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty it's, interesting. It, it sounds like some, somebody who hates Christmas would pick mm-hmm. for their favorite Christmas song. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Why You're it? a mean one. I didn't Mr. misrepresent. <laughs> so then we have uh, The Weasel. Yeah, this one, uh, this is James Brown, Santa Claus Go Straight to the Ghetto. Hey. Um... I I uh, I I love Christmas songs, <laughs> so this is very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was a song that pretty much introduced me to James Brown. Um, I, I talked about it uh, a few ep- quite a few episodes ago. But this was a song that introduced me to James Brown, and it was the song along with "Merry Christmas, Baby" by Charles Brown that. Uh, Every when I went to my grandmother's house, this was a song that was playing. <laughs> so it, it's like it has a real strong sentimental feel to it. Yeah, and uh, you know it's funky as hell. <laughs> but I can just, but I can just see my grandmother and my grandfather. They in the middle of the floor. It's like they they getting down. You know, it's like they're gonna be fighting later. But right now, <laughs> they they getting down. Right, that's right. <laughs> and even even today, you know, when I go over my uncle's house or, or my aunt's house uh, for Christmas, it, it song, the song pops out. It's like it's like our it's like our Christmas song. It's like our family Christmas song. So. <laughs> All right. Good pick, Weezer. Okay, that brings us to Kenda. Yes. Tell us about your song. Well, this song, I lose my mind when it comes on. I'm going to not do that. I'm not going to embarrass myself today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, What is this? Is this the beginning of my song? Yes, it is. Okay. This is another intro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my song. I think this is like the bonus track or whatever. Uh, Yeah, like the extended longer track, right? Yeah, the the, the intro is... She promised us she wouldn't lose it. I'm sorry. Oh, and I just see shit all over the floor. Right. <laughs> and right. it clearly belongs to her. Right. For those of you not in the studio, my homegirl just turned into an old black woman. Just, Big Mama is... You should have seen us last year, okay? Jesus. You know what? She's like, about to speak in tongues in a second here. I think I'm the Temptations with this song, right? I'm up in front of the, the mic, like, you got your little move going. Everybody she got the choreography. Yeah. Look at her. <laughs> Sitting by the fireplace. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Merry Christmas. So oh this takes God. me, you know, a good Christmas song. I love Christmas songs, too. Oh, oh yeah? Takes you back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. Gives you those nostalgic chill bumps. And this is so memorable for me because my mom had this on a on a DVD cassette tape. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm supposed sing, to talk. Ooh. Sing it, Eddie. Sing it, Eddie. <laughs> I can sing, but I think I can when this comes on, y'all. I even think I can do the bass when it comes on, right? (laughs) You know, so my mom used to have this on a, um, she'd play it on our way to church. And she had a um, uh, a DVD or tape full of songs, right? I'm, I'm dating myself if I say tape, mm-hmm. but so I say DVD so the young ones can understand. And we'd always she had all say these playlist, gospel girl. songs on it, right? And we had to keep saying, "Rewind, rewind." She had rewind, it on a phonograph. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or 
Matrix, right? <laughs> and we would make, I mean, she was so sick of us. We would make her play this over and over and over again. And I swear it was like, you would have thought we were the Temptations up in there. One person had the deep guy, had the high voice. And I mean, we got it in. So last Christmas, I put this song on. We were talking about our favorite Christmas songs. Everybody jumped up and everybody grabbed one of the verses. And Aww. we thought we were the Temptations up in Aww. that house. Let me tell you, I love it. The Tempting Temptations. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the best version of Silent Night, let me tell you. Now, another one I do love that I just just really couldn't pick between mm. is uh, Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Oh, uh, yeah. That's everybody's honorable uh, mention. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, thank Mom's you for playing my cooking. favorite song. Mom's eating chicken, cooking chicken in color greens. <laughs> yes. So it's weird. I, I'm kind of even though I don't, oh, I don't, uh, even though I, I like Christmas and I'm not like Charlie Bell. Um, my, I don't have my humbug like over like, here. like her. I don't really have. I don't have uh, a cool story as to why this is my favorite Christmas song. I, this actually wasn't my Christmas song until I became an adult. Because mm-hmm. um, in my house growing up, you know. We celebrated Christmas, but it was kind of way played down because I grew up in a hyper-religious home. And, you know, the the commercialization of Christmas was looked down upon and all that. So, like, I never even heard a lot of the, uh, you know, the more contemporary more contemporary Christmas songs. Like like this Donny Hathaway, this Christmas. I didn't hear this until I was a grown man and listened to the radio. And, you know, heard it on the radio. And this became my uh, my favorite Christmas song. This is one of the few Christmas songs I can tolerate. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Chris Brown did a nice cover of this too. He He did. uh, He did. He slowed it down in the the initially, and then kind of sped it up. Whatever for that Christmas movie he did too. That I think it was. Yeah, Yeah, I think. Yeah, he did a good job in that movie too. Yeah, he did. He did. Made you want to slap your mama Mm -hmm. after you heard, or Rihanna at least. Yes, yes, and it's not. Dino, high five on that one. Low five, low five. Whatever, Charlie, but at least you can't say it's too soon. It's too soon. (laughs) (laughs) If she didn't have sex with him since then, I can say that. But uh, that that and like you, uh, Kendra, I, I could I had another one that I couldn't really um, one that's even a little bit more modern than that okay. one was uh, this one right here that's, that I really like too. How come you got two? Because I'm the whiz. Because yeah. <laughs> he's journalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, humbug. Oh yeah, bah humbug. <laughs> Merry Christmas and a happy new year. TLC yeah. Slay Ride. This is my Good shit choice. right here, too. <laughs> shit, I was going to put out the whole Jackson 5 album. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jackson 5 Christmas album. Hey, never last. Yeah, I mean, it. it uh, Especially with black music, but I, I think I think we make uh, the best Christmas songs. But, but you know what? Popular music in general. I mean, there's like the the way they uh, the reworked the mm-hmm. Christmas carols. Because I was I was telling a friend of mine, I said there, there's a Christmas carol with David Bowie and Bing Crosby singing mm-hmm. "Little Drummer Boy." I said I like that one. 
And then I like Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five singing <laughs> Little Drummer right. Boy, you know? Yeah. Nigga, please, I like the commercial with Tony Bennett and, and Lady Gaga. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's at Barnes and Noble. Okay? I'm like, I, 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 got a, I was like, oh, why am I getting, why am I getting feels? Yeah. Yeah. I am breaking through Charlie Bell's shell. <laughs> Damn it, Gaga! <laughs> <laughs> For real though, like whoa, that, that little commercial be d- d- tugging at them strings, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> this was this was hard. This was a real hard one to, to pick a mm-hmm. pick a number one. That's funny. I didn't know that yeah. about Weasel. That, that how much he liked the uh, Christmas. I didn't Christmas either. Songs. Yeah, yeah. There's a softy. there's a softy on the inside of that old that old crusty that old crusty exterior. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I need compliments on my uh, uh, on my Frito pie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's a thespian, all right. <laughs> he doesn't like hair in his mouth, though. <laughs> Not a good thespian. Not a good look for a thespian. God likes the carpet, bro. Gotta like the carpet. You know, occupational hazard. Yeah, get I'm over like, it. Just I, move on. I ain't saying that I wouldn't. You know, he just likes the vacuum yeah, carpet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just like the just like the the uh, the uh, wood panel floors. You know, <laughs> nice shiny hardwood floors. Uh, yeah, like that it hardwood. Works, yeah. Well, no, well, not, not the hardwood. Not the hardwood. Let's let's rewind that. Let's go back in time. Oh, you know what? I like that. I like that wax floor. Is what I meant to say. I like the wax smoothly wax. Smoothly wax. Yeah, I like the little linoleum. I can't. I can't unhear it. That should be our new outro. The hardwood floor. What I what I what I heard him say was. Need a nigga that's gonna put it in your <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. I don't need this shit. <laughs> oh damn! Merry Christmas. I, I would say fuck you, but that's going to be misinterpreted. Right. So. <laughs> uh, wow, you know, Ooh. hey, wowzers, weasel. Yeah. Think you know somebody. <laughs> just think you know somebody yep. and just keep finding out. Hardwood and Christmas carols. You know, 30 <laughs> years in. Wow. Think you know somebody. Who'd have thunk it? I ought to go like like the chicks do. You've been lying to me all this time. <laughs> I know. Everything that you don't know, that they don't know because you never divulge, just a lie. You've been lying. You've been actively lying to me for 30 years. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, speaking of uh, women in uh, relationships. <sighs> I just Before we get into Ask the Average Guy question of the week, I just want to say, after two years, one of my favorite parts of this show is still listening to the uh, the intros and the... <laughs> Me too. Yeah. You did. I feel like we should get like a award for. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? I mean, you take me back. No lie, no lie. We get turned up every week. Okay. I was getting turned up at my house listening to your show. Like, oh, snap! Damn. 
So generally, uh, Charlie Bell re- uh, reads the question, but uh, we're going to ask Yankinda. Oh, okay, if, good. Uh, you would uh, go ahead and take this question for us from Tender Lover. Tinder lover. All right. Ten. Tender yeah, lover. Yeah, yeah. Almost like Tinder, but Tinder. Right. Okay. Right. So Tinder lover asked, I've been a man. I've been with a man 10 years. <laughs> Sorry. I, correction. Not I've Caitlin. Been, uh, right, right, right. Get it right. I've been with a man 10 years and he has never popped the question, nor does it ever look like he will anytime soon. We have a kid together, live together, etc. How long is it to live? How, oh, I'm sorry. How long is it to, how, see, now look at that. Yeah, she spelled see, it see, wrong. See, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. How long is it to live with a man who doesn't seem ready to take the relationship to the next level? Both of us have cheated in the past, so the trust level is not there. I feel like I play the role of wifey 101% of the time, but he does not. I pay half of the house bills and all of my own bills while he pays his only. If I borrow money from him, I have to pay it back. He makes three times more money than me. We don't share a bank account either. Is that a problem? I mean, <laughs> how long is too long? In general, if I'm ready to let it go, is this grounds to call it quits? Hmm. All right. Wow. <laughs> right? Well, um, girl, the time it took you to write that question is too long. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, in the first clue. Let's, let's start with uh, Kenda. Let's, let's hear what, your, what, what is your advice to a uh, tender lover? I think Tender no- Lover no understand. <laughs> I think Tender Lover has answered her own question with this letter, right? With this letter right here, right? He, I pay half of his bills. I pay all of my own bills. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. She pays half of the house. Half of the house half bills. bills. Okay, right. okay, okay. I take. Right, I take right. it back. I was. I was reading. Okay, all of my own bills. Well, I don't know. You know, I think you should be able to carry your own. I, I think. You know what? I think relationships are a negotiation. Okay, and so it depends on you and your partner and what you decide to negotiate in that particular relationship. Now, if this is not what we negotiated in the beginning, then yes, then it calls for it's a grounds for a problem. But if it isn't, and I think couples need to decide that between themselves. Okay, Weasel, what say ye? Um, if uh, she she this guy she got a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a mediocre one. Yeah. <laughs> if she wants a husband, she needs to, you know, go somewhere else. Ten years is a long yeah. time. You know. Uh hopefully he'll pay child support. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean she needs to move on. Well what incentive does he have, my question is, to take it to the next level? He gets he, the he, cookies, well, he you know what I mean? Yeah. He'd have the bills paid and you know, I mean, there's right. a there's That's a little old fashioned. Well, no, no, there's no. Say it could be. You could say that. You know, <laughs> I mean, but look, he's got a good thing going on. I mean, it's he's he seems to be I happy. I would say that. I would say half half of my friends live with their half of my friends who are married, if not more than half, mm-hmm. live with their Partner. wives before they got married. Would they have gotten married faster uh-huh. had they not been living with them? Just curious. I don't think so, I don't but think I can so. answer that. Well, but, but, it, you know. but I mean, 10 years? Right. right. I mean, if it I, hasn't that, happened... That wasn't now. in regards to this. That was in regards to, to her about ba- basically why should he buy the milk when he's getting the cow from the assume I assume that she meant in context with the letter. That's, right. uh, that's where but, I was going. But look, if you haven't married somebody after 10 years, you're not going to marry them. Mm-hmm. Buy, girl, buy. This, this, yeah. girl. Yeah, she's uh like a lot of people who write in to to the show or to Donald Thomas. It's like on one hand, I'm I'm they start off I'm riding with them, but the more they talk, 
Right. <laughs> the more it's like, bitch, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, first of all, she started losing me where she started talking about she pays her own way as if, like, that's, like, like she's... Doing to be something. commended for like like right. like Chris like Chris Rock said niggas always bragging about shit they supposed to do right well, <laughs> I mean I think in the context of this letter she was saying it in the sense that they don't have a, any type of traditional financial commitments that go with marriage I mean most people who are married and or even who've been in a ten year committed relationship mm-hmm. have some shared finances yeah. they do what, they do have shared finances well, she pays the house half the house bills yeah that's shared finances he pays the other half of the house bills she pays her own bills yeah he pays his own bills right but, but like they're, they're like, not they're not like a roommate there but, are there are mar- there are married people who function that way True, true but it's not traditional i i was saying i thought, i don't think it's i don't think not, it's, it's not, not even it's not even uh uncommon I'm but not criticizing like, it, and I'm not saying it, that it's wrong, and I'm not saying that I haven't been in similar situations. What I'm saying is that I think the reason she was stating it was not to say, oh, this man owes me I'm to doing. take right. care of me. I think she was presenting it as like, we don't have any of the traditional type of... Well, she, start, yeah. she, she also says she plays the role of wifey 101%. Right. I didn't hear that. Where, where was I heard that she pays her own fucking bills. How well, is that well, maybe she decided not wife? to expound on it. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I think when people and cleans and that's what takes I'm assuming. care of the house and, and the kid, you know, and all of that, right? Yeah. Uh. But she said he doesn't. She talks about. She spends a lot of time talking about money. It's, it's like how can I not focus in on that when that's the the, mo- the most of what she's writing about? Well, I will what? say that if if he makes three times more money hmm. than she does. Why is she paying? She shouldn't have to pay half the bills. Well, and that, why not? If you're using half the bills, you, you, okay. So you said, uh, you know, you said that <laughs> there's a lot of couples who live like that right now, where they have their own bills and they pay their own separate. But even in a lot of those situations, there is my separate bank account, your separate bank account, and a joint one. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so I think that's kind of where it's a little, you know, different. Yeah. And I huh? think that sometimes. And right. I think that typically if... And she's paying half the house bills and she makes a, a third, third of what he makes. Right. There are co- so that is definitely a roommate situation. Right. A, couple a couple in that situation. situation would more likely pay a proportionate exactly. share. Exactly. Like exactly. you pay what's proportionate to, to what your you income. Right. You like, yeah, we're all putting in the pot together, but your share of the pot's are way bigger. And she's implying in here that she takes care of the kid, that she does the cooking and cleaning. She's implying right. that in right. here. And so then what value does that have as well? Right. Is there a value to that? Of course there my is. First, yeah. My first marriage, I made uh, not three times less than my my wife but significantly less mm-hmm. and we had a situation exactly like this mm-hmm. there was no joint account there was uh the the house bills split 50 50 and we had our own bills how did yeah. it work out it was fine that didn't have anything to do with the divorce. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll tell you that. But I will say, you were married. You you cared exactly. about her, you know, and you made a commitment to her. Right, but you guys are guy, saying you guys are saying because of their financial situation that she's some, somehow there. She it's a roommate situation, and, and and she's getting like the short end of the stick because well, she's not. No, she you, wants she, she wants to be married. I mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah, I'm talking about what their their argument about. About uh, you know she's she's basically getting the short end of the stick because she makes three times less, but she's paying half. Right. Well, mm-hmm. she's using half. You know what I'm I mean? I'm not suggesting I mean, she got the short of the, <laughs> well, end of the stick. Well, she's not using half because they have a kid. Yeah. So. And I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. How does that work? That yeah. needs more information. Well, the kid but, doesn't make any money. I mean, and that's, that's no, but their the kid. kid. Costs but the kid money. costs money. So if right. it's no joint account and you have a joint kid together, whose right. account is it coming out of? And right. that's when things get. Right. 
You know, you've made something joint together. But the bottom line is, this is a fucked up situation. You're not going to get what you want. I don't. You wasted a, a lot of fucking time already. Time. Move on, girl. Move on. Keep it moving. Yeah, we all she agree on that. <laughs> yeah. She all, well, yeah, we all agree on that. She, she, she already knows that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's known it for a long time. Yeah. Right. She liked the. She's not the, ready. She liked the girl from last week. She's scared to get out. She's afraid. Uh, scared. She's afraid to a get scared. out. She all scared. She's scared. Yeah. She's <laughs> afraid to get out there. Right. On her own and 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 just grind it out. Right, that's mm-hmm. what it is. So she's staying in this situation that she is exactly the same as the chick last week. For exactly sure. the same. Absolutely. Well, fear pretty much drives most of our emotional decisions, or a lot of them. You know, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, get over it. Well. Get you a better paying job while you at it. Well. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's also the voice of compassion. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I think you better let it go. Compassion's overrated. <laughs> okay, Donald Trump. <sighs> All right. Well, let me see. You know what? Before we get out of here, I am going to retire my Black Christmas poem that I post every year. <laughs> but before I do, I realize I've never read it on the show. So I'm going to read it on the show mm. before I retire, before it goes gentle into that good night. Our Black Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the pad. Nobody was tripping, but moms was mad. The kitchen was dirty and the floor was unswept. We were broke as hell, so we just wept. Mom's old pantyhose hung by the window with care in hopes that an EBT card would soon be there. <laughs> you know what? The children were kicking it like eight to a bed while visions of wallamelons <laughs> danced in their heads. And mom and her do-rag and me and my wave cap <laughs> could hear man-man and Ray-Ray outside shooting some craps. <laughs> when out on the street there arose such a noise, I sprang from my bed to see if it was my boys. Away to the window, I flew like a crackhead. Then I said, oh, then I saw this fat dude wearing nothing but red. This fool is straight tripping. He's going to get dead. He shouldn't be wearing, he should be wearing all blue. That's what I said. (laughs) Then he climbed into the roof and guess what he did? He used the crowbar and broke into Shanika's crib. (laughs) Whoa. But little did he know that Neek Neek was strapped. As he flew through the window, she straight busted his cap. He fell to the ground as red his as red as his suit. Neek Neek straight jacked him for his Timberland boots. Then she said, "That's what you get for messing with me." Now I got me a present for my third baby daddy. Don't come around my hood looking for no fight. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Uh, only here folks only on the shiznit show that's right right. black christmas (laughs) wrote that long time ago for weasel's play in church (laughs) it was a lot shorter then yeah it was it's it's uh it's grown since then and gone under numerous revisions Mm -hmm. and whatnot but uh yeah that's it pretty much so anyway all right, everybody. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit Show. This is the last show of the year. We will be back on January 4th. Next week, we will have uh, 
an episode of Light Skin Matters. And then actually after that, I think we'll have a special that I'm working on with some fellow podcasters. Uh, I think something about fatherhood. There's Enrique Black from the Five Minutes Way podcast who just became a new father. Uh, <coughs> there is uh, Rashani from the uh, numerous podcasts, actually, Dr. 3AM team and some others, single simulcast. Uh, and there is my boy, Be Honest, from the No Nonsense Show, who's also with me on Light Skin Matters. The four of us will get together and do some sort of uh, special on fatherhood or something to that effect. Something to that effect. So share the show um, on all your social media. Share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and even the people you don't like. Hey, don't you know? Tell them about that Shiznit show. And uh, so for Yakenda McGee, for Damon the Weasel Stanifer, for Charlie Bell, Dino Red, holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.